Hello! Hi! Sup, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Right Stuff Anime Podcast! Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's my hello. <laughs> well, we should go ahead and introduce our names. I'm Will. I'm a social media coordinator. My name is Devlin, and I'm also a social media coordinator. I'm Chris. I'm a merchandising coordinator. Hi, I'm Olivia. I run the podcast, kind of, not really, but I'll, because I'm going to say it now just for the sake of saying it, so I have the title. <laughs> <laughs> that was a long title. Taking control. I'm an isekai. <laughs> yes, I'm an isekai. It would be whisked away. Uh, I'm Quinn. I'm a merchandising coordinator. And that was the end of the intros. <laughs> I was about to say, we paused there, like, and six person was going to chime in. <laughs> like, are, are they under the table? Sorry, my other personality is going to come out. Yeah. Murderous one. And a ghost coon. Hi, I'm Evil Devlin. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a social media coordinator position. But Evil Devlin hair. already has facial hair. How do we know you're the evil one? <laughs> you don't. That's why I was going to to the other side. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Mirror Devlin. <laughs> and today we'll be wanting to talk about the simulcast, simulcast as well as to reveal the winner of last time's Dub Massacre. Ooh, Ooh. that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> but first let's talk about the news. All right, first up, Olivia, you want to talk about this? Clamp has a deal with Netflix and Wit Studio. Yeah, so I saw this on ANN a couple of days ago, and. There's not a whole lot of info about it yet. I think there's mostly just a visual, but it's going to be Clamp doing an anime about like the Grimm's fairy tales, Ooh. which feels like right up their alley. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm really excited to see just what they're going to do with it. But uh, like I said, there's not a whole lot of info on it yet, but I want it. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to know how long their arms and legs will be in this because uh, Hollick and uh, uh, she. Subasa? Yeah, Subasa. They they got some ridiculous length going on there. We have Jack and the Beanstalk, but it's just what a person named Jack with really noodly arms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is the Beanstalk. <laughs> I mean, in the visual, uh, they looked like semi-plausible anime people. Yeah, they did. No anime people, because anime people are not semi-plausible looking people usually. You know, giant <laughs> eyes the size of like manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the size of your head. We've seen Clonad. <laughs> <laughs> But also, yeah, with studios behind this, they've done a lot of good work with stuff like Attack on Titan and uh, Vinland Saga. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they were the ones that were doing the Kickstarter of the girl from the other side, too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they do Ancient Magus as Bride. Yeah, they so do a lot. They have a history of fantasy. Mm-hmm. And also making stuff that looks good. Yes. <laughs> that pretty. is a big thing. Clamp with their signature art style. Mm-hmm. I think putting those two together is going to make something real pretty. Uh, Quinn, you want to talk about Tanya the Evil Season 2? Yes, it's getting a second season of Chaos and Destruction! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the the whole sh- uh, show is about an isekai, which, honestly, it's it's uh, so much different that you forget it's an isekai, just because Tanya, who is a young girl, is in charge of a military division that goes and raids things with magic, and even though the older guy who has been reincarnated as this little girl is like his personality is still there but he's trying to get away from being X because being X annoys him so he's trying to do as much as possible to not fall into what being X has planned for him and it it's just great and it makes me laugh and it's not one of those shows that you're supposed to laugh at it's not supposed to be funny but it makes it so hard not to laugh when things blow up in tanya's face well i mean the voice acting for the main character is just absolutely crazy oh yeah yeah so i'm looking very much forward to the continuation of the story and seeing what chaos erupts I still need to finish the first light novel. Mm. I think I'm in chapter one. <laughs> I, I turned one page. <laughs> yeah, you really need to get to work on that. Yeah, yeah. There, are, there are nine of them? Yeah, I, I think nine or eleven. I can't yeah. remember. There, there's they're, a, they're there's a number there. Mm-hmm. Way beyond one, that's for sure. Yes. <laughs> Way, Way beyond a page. page. Yes. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining there's another Devlin that's been isekai to another reality where he finished the whole series. Oh, and he left us evil Devlin. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's how we tell the two deaf ones apart. Yeah, <laughs> One knows the plot One of Tanya. Them knows the references. What happens made of Tanya? <laughs> Someone dies. Yeah, but the, the season's just been announced. It hasn't got like a release date or anything, so it's, it's mostly just teases right now. But mm-hmm. I'm still looking forward to it. One thing that I thought was pretty interesting, people could finally catch up with those of us brave enough or vaccinated enough to go see Demon Slayer Mugen Train in the theater. Uh, it has already arrived on Funimation streaming. Mm-hmm. So. I cannot avoid spoilers now. Yep. <laughs> Yay! I mean, you can go watch it now, so maybe mm-hmm. after work. Maybe. Hop in. Yuck yeah. It's, it's quite a treat, so... Take a break from Genshin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. <laughs> Just no. She's a bit of a Genshin-impacted addict, folks. Slightly. So, so you know. Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. <laughs> and then one thing, another uh, streaming thing that I thought was pretty big to note on, uh, Netflix. Uh, they announced that they have the rights to uh, Gundam Hathaway, which we'll be talking about in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. But uh, to get people hyped up for that, to sort of build some storyline and background for that, they have put the three original Mobile Suit Gundam movies and Char's Counterattack on Netflix. So if you're looking for a quick, hard dose of the Universal Ultra Century's back history, you can get it real easy now. Mm-hmm. I honestly might need to check it out, just because I've been needing to watch a little bit of Gundam, just a tad bit. So. Well, the movie trilogy is definitely the best gateway. Yeah. It's, it's shorter than the original 43 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I don't have enough time for that. It, <laughs> it cuts out a lot of filler, and, and Char's counterattack is arguably the best movie that they've done at least if you ask me i have seen that just scrolling through social media that charles <laughs> is like number one like people love him and oh, all yeah. of his many different forms yeah <laughs> when the fighting robots go <laughs> <laughs> the things blow up the politics is intriguing I yeah i mean all that's true yeah. <laughs> yes i definitely wasn't this, this is why i'm sad nobody wrote along with uh dinosaur on with me because like it had all the cool giant robot stuff, but it also had, like, emotional teenage angst. I had a lot of that already. <laughs> so. I managed to keep up with, uh, or get caught up with all of my uh, previous simulcast season stuff, so maybe I'll pick up Dinosaur on at some point. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Red Man first, though. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. Yep. Red Man is French Kiss. Very yep. good. French and- Kiss? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A little Freudian slip. Oh. <laughs> Will wants to make out with a kaiju. You hear it here <laughs> first, folks. Oh. We're not going to kink shame anybody. Just it needs to be celebrated. Send your fan art to rspodcast.com. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> And now for another segue, let's talk about oh. the time for cast. I think we can face it a little differently okay. now. Well, uh, as I failed to do so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with one simulcast ending, why don't we move on to the new one? Summer's coming. So what's coming, coming with summer? Summer's coming. Summer's, summer's here. here. <laughs> you know, the temperatures outside completely disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, the air conditioning in here completely disagrees with that. So. I am not going to argue that fact. I am currently wearing a sweater. I feel wonderful. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, why don't we talk about some of the summer simulcasts that are premiering or going to be. Yes, that we're all excited for, too. All of them. Every single one. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Quinn here. She, we all made a personal list of ones we were excited for, and mm. Quinn had a long one. I did. I, I think that's just classic Quinn's MO right there. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, what two things are you looking for? Uh, here's, like, the entire slate. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, every show. It gets whittled down as I try to watch things and can't fit it in my schedule. So the That's... priority shows show up and stay there, and the rest of them <laughs> lag in my queue and are like, hey, hey, you were in episode three, come back, come back. <laughs> but it's still like double digits for a long time, which is impressive. Ah, uh, sure, I'll take that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be difficult to find shows in the simulcast that are going to take priority. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Egg. Oh, Which has its final episode oh. coming out in a few days. <laughs> Soon. What a great segue. 
We will definitely be making a podcast episode about that one. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to see what they do, because I know it's going to be an hour, mm-hmm. but I, I, I am very skeptical of how much they can fit into an hour. Or is it like? Is it even going to be like half an hour recap and then oh, the God. final episode? Oh, we don't need another flashback. <laughs> I sincerely yeah. hope not. I think that the hour special is to make up for the fact that they had to do a recap episode. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Mm. That's where what I've been reading at least on it, and it is going to be released June 29th, so four days after this episode goes live. <laughs> so be sure to check that out. Um, I mean, I have, like, a lot of questions from the series, like... We all do. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Like, okay, Mr. Saiwaki, like, what is his true intentions? What's your deal? <laughs> what is your deal? Why are you such a creep if you're a good guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nice guy, trademark. <laughs> <laughs> Tips fedora. <laughs> like, what actually happened with, like, Kyoto, her uh, eyes, like, best... Old best friend? Koito. Whatever. It's like Kyoto. Kyoto. Koito. What happened to the entire city of Kyoto? (laughs) (laughs) This this episode is actually going to be a side story of new characters, new things going on in a different city. Oh, yes. It's the pilot for season two where it's just a lot less depressing. So I would still that, probably watch a slice of life of Wonder Egg. Oh yeah. I like the characters. I like and, and the, the, the depression. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, a side story that could be lighthearted comparatively could still be pretty depressing. No, yeah, true, true. <laughs> but then I would just be like regular level of sad. sad <laughs> a normal anime sad. Yeah, you know? <laughs> if that is, even exists. It does. <laughs> it totally does. But yeah, the this uh, bonus episode is at least supposed to be the final conclusion to the series. So if we do get any more like news about it or any more installments from it, we sh- it will probably be like a side story mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. a spinoff. Even an announcement of a second season would be awesome. Of course, sometimes, you know, with these situations, it's optimistic to think you'll get, like, at least a remote bit of closure. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I still remember when people saw the end of Evangelion, like, the, the, the series, not the actual movie, and just people were so upset that it was just a kid sitting in a dark room for three episodes. See, one that popped up a lot was, My Next Life is a Villainous. Yes. All roots lead to doom. <laughs> X. Yes. And the big difference on the second season compared to the first is that in the first, she's self-aware of what's supposed to happen to the character she now is. And in this one, it's a sequel she's never played. Mm-hmm. So she has to navigate oh. that by going, ah, uh, what do I do? Gotta what do I do? That's for herself. Yes. So she gets isekai into a second game? No, it's no, the game continues. Yeah, it's a continuation. It's like it's like if you were playing an Otome game. Oh, so she's past her save point. Yeah. Basically. Interesting. And it's the sequel that she now finds herself in. Huh. But the world stays the same. It's just a storyline. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of a Telltale game. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, we ended the game, but it sold really well. Let's make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's and all your decisions matter. Yeah. <laughs> so she's, she's navigating that line, and I mean, she's such an airhead from the first one that just seeing how this takes place is going to be great. I was not expecting to like season one as much as I did. Yes. Because I mean, here's the thing. I don't like isekais. I don't really like harems or reverse harems for the most part, but it works. And I guess I found my niche of <laughs> I found a subset of harem anime that I actually like, so buy harems. Where are they at? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I believe I did recommend the, the first couple episodes a few times to you. I'm like, you should try it. You should I give think, it a try. I think you recommended it to uh-huh. me, and a YouTuber that I watched was doing, like, re- uh, weekly recaps, so he was, like, really interested mm. in it. So, like, the combination of the two, I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, nothing. And then another shot, and then another shot. <laughs> <laughs> and then she fell down the rabbit hole with me. Yeah. I just, I, I love this idiot so much. <laughs> Best way to put it. Speaking of rabbits... Beastars oh. is also getting a oh. second season. I always thought you were going to say speaking of idiots. And I was very <laughs> curious where we were going to go. <laughs> great segue. Great segue. I applaud that, but I also boo it. <laughs> leaving Netflix jail. Yay, finally. And I'm pro- pretty sure we get to find out who the murderer, murderer is, which I'm like, super excited to see be revealed. Wait, murderer. 
I'm trying. The front end of the very first episode. Mm-hmm. When they go, got. There's eaten. a predator out on the loose, <laughs> aka oh, a murderer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Light bulb moment for that one right there. I saw it. <laughs> Yo, yep. I think I completely blanked on that. You mean the entire hook of the show? <laughs> <laughs> Mine was like the opening. That was my hook. Okay. <laughs> Like, the, the opening is just so fantastic. So, like, yeah. I did see that there's, like, a snake police officer, too. Oh, I'm super excited. I was, like, I was reading the manga a little bit, and I saw that, like, in the background, there were snake characters. Yeah. around, I was like, oh, man, when are they going to show up as, like, a main character? And it's like, ooh, it's coming. How far are you in the manga? Uh, I think I'm, like, a few volumes in. Okay. Uh, it's probably... Still reads reading season one content at this point. Okay. Just because once I get that done, I got a whole lot of other backlog of different series to read. So now I'll get to catch up on season two and find out. I'm curious, how is the snake officer gonna like move around? Is he gonna be on the ground or is he gonna be like? He's gonna hop. <laughs> yeah, is he gonna hop? Just pogo. It's like, yeah. Yeah. like the monster from Qbert. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, but that, that was like one catch that I saw, like at least in the trailer and all that. And Studio Orange is supposed to be like continuing the animation for season two. So mm-hmm. that's really great news because they did a fantastic job in season one. So. Especially with the opening. <laughs> yes, especially <laughs> in the opening. Oh my gosh. Deathman actually hasn't seen season one. He accidentally watched the opening, but it was on loop and he just kept rolling. <laughs> so he's watched it for how many hours at this point? 20, 20 minute episodes times what? I'm guessing this is a 24 episode season? Uh, no, no, 13 it was like or 12. 13? Okay, I didn't 13 know if it was like a one core or two core kind of thing, but... Yeah, I've been watching it on loop. Okay. <laughs> it's great. So one on this list that I am super excited about, but still kind of worry about, is the case study of Vanitas. For anyone who has listened to this podcast forever, I keep pointing at the manga saying, this is great, you should read it. So the fact that it's getting an anime made me super excited, but also wary because I have high expectations for this show, and they may not be met. I don't know. We'll see. The trailers all look really pretty, but it's also got, like... Um, the visuals? The, the visuals are very, like, uh, Count of Monte Cristo, uh, oh. the anime. Oh, so, interesting. So, um, in the manga, they remind me of that show's visuals, so I'm hoping that they show up. Uh, not to the extent that the Pretty Boy Detective Club is, because... <laughs> please stop. You're pretty, but... Okay. It was a bit of sensory overload. Yeah, it was that. a little <laughs> sensory overload. And, I mean, uh, the, the Count of Monte Cristo kind of does that same thing, and I don't think that Vanitas is going to be as much, but the manga has such pretty artwork that I, I hope that they can translate that into the actual animation. And I'm looking forward to the story. It's unique, and I want to find out more about these characters, but I think I've probably read farther than the anime is going to get, so yeah. What is the story? Because I feel like you have mentioned it. Uh-huh. I've at least <laughs> seen uh, Van- Vanitas, at least, like, so, on our guide, but like I don't know anything about it, and it's gone in one year and not the other. <laughs> I, I will try to recap from a manga that I have not picked up for several years because I have a tendency to read about what's available and then put it down and wait for it to build some more. So I have eight volumes at home, and I think I've read maybe four of them. Okay. So the main focus is on two characters, one of which is technically a vampire but the world is built differently so vampires in this world aren't your classic oh i crave someone's blood um and that's all i remember about that sorry for dropping the ball on that (laughs) and then you have vanitas who is out to find information also i can't remember (laughs) but this is what makes the anime great because i'm re getting to re-experience the story because I've forgotten so much. So I'm pointing that out. (laughs) But Vanitas himself is really an oddball character who has a ton of depth that is revealed later. And his personality, once people learn more about his background, starts to change because they've learned stuff that he doesn't want them to know. So it gets uh, very heated sometimes between the two main characters. And they kind of have a love-hate relationship with each other. Like, they get along, but yet they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I like the steampunk 
style world that's there as well. It's got a lot of pretty visuals. Um, and for anyone who is keeping track, this is also written by the same author that did Pandora Hearts. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's got a lot of that kind of vibe going on. So yeah, case study of Vanitas is getting an anime. I'm looking forward to it, but also very cautious because my expectations, they're very high. <laughs> Why did that read the manga first? <laughs> or like, if you don't like the anime, I guess. Call, call, promise, Neverland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so salty. <laughs> I think yeah. a lot of people are. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, sure it's disappointing that it never actually got a second season. Like, it's just yeah, one season under. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt like the story had a nice little ending at the end of season one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty good with that. Chris, do you have any that you are looking forward to? Yeah, one of the ones that looks interesting to me is an upcoming series called Sunny Boy. Uh, this one's from uh, Shingo Natsume, who's the director of One Punch Man and Space Dandy, among other stuff. And it's being animated by uh, studio Madhouse. And this one I think is going to be really cool. Um, I'm interested to see where it goes. It revolves around a group of 36 kids who are enjoying their summer vacation from school, only to be taken into another world where they're stuck in an abandoned school, and they all start manifesting superpowers and being forced to survive on their own. Um, the concept seems interesting. I'm a little worried because I'm not super crazy if it's like a, more of a Hunger Games sort of style thing where they have to start killing each other, but I think it's going to be more fending off against whatever weird things pop yeah. up in the world. But we don't know a lot about it. The pictures seem like pretty normal looking as far as like the previews go. There is one girl that has a lot of cats... <laughs> I wonder what her power is. Yeah, but it looks really interesting. Like, I, I think a lot of it's just like there's so much mystery about what this show is going to be. Well, as someone who's watched the first episode, I can tell you that there is Ooh. some nice little mystery hooks. Whoa, so, hot yeah. twist. But <laughs> it, is, it is how uh, Chris describes, but I think what's really interesting is that it really does take a more like thriller aspect to the show trying to go back to like more of like Madhouse's Satoshi Kon era oh, nice. era roots because the guy who did the characters for the character designs for the show also did the designs for Perfect Blue yeah. as well so they definitely want to harken back to that as well as in the filmmaking is also very Satoshi Kon slash like thriller-esque mm. uh, doesn't really hold your hand for, any, for, much of, for much of anything about introducing concepts but Luckily, the concept is simple enough that it's easy to get into. And what's really cool is that there's like the way they uh, visualize some of the powers are really interesting. Like there's this guy where I think he has the ability to like create like sonic high-pitched sounds. And the way they show that is that in the is that the frame literally starts like breaking, shattering itself apart, nice. separating itself. Oh wow. Yeah, so they have, like, interesting powers that they have available, but not everybody has powers. So you have this cool little, like, power struggle within the first episode. That was really, that was really interesting. Mm. And then it looks like it'll also go into, like, the themes of, like, individuality versus the group. Because wow. if you look at the character designs, there's this girl that has, like, brown hair and is, like, in a bright blue, bright blue uh, dress or shirt. And she's more like the free willing, free willing spirit. Just do what you gotta do. While the main character, you know, the guy with the man, the boy with the long hair, who's probably the sunny boy of the title, <laughs> he's like more laid back and like doesn't really have motivation to do much. And I think as the show goes along, it'll talk. It'll talk about a lot about the struggle of being an individual versus being part of a group. And what when is it good? When is it bad? So it looks like it'll be a nice little battle between like individuality versus the versus the collective, which is really interesting, especially like from some coming from something from Japan where something like wa or balance is really important. Yeah. And like the way the episode ends, I'm not going to spoil it, but. The way it ends, it almost feels like I ended up watching like an entire short film. It had such a oh, great, nice. it's such a wonderfully structured beginning, middle, and end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's still enough plot hooks and like mysteries that are introduced in the show where you really do want to watch the second episode, especially where it ends. You're like, because where it ends is you have no idea where they are or what they're going to do or how the show is supposed to move forward from here. So. Definitely want to check out episode two whenever that arrives. 
and late July, if I have my dates right. Oh, yeah, like uh, Funimation got to preview that episode early along with another show last weekend as part of their big little summer announcing. They also dropped the ridiculous $250 Robotech box that I'm really tempted by. Oh. But, um, <laughs> Chris is, is, is that is that still um, Is that still online, or is that going to be up for just a minute? It was only available for 24 hours after. Oh, oh my. Man, yeah. you, you jumped but, on that. Yeah, <laughs> But in late July, you'll be able to watch the first episode mm. again. <laughs> it's a good thing we got all these other shows we're talking about to hold us off until then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sad because now I'm actually like hooked. I, yeah. At first, I was getting like Digimon like vibes where they were just another <laughs> <laughs> world. Yeah. No, no, I wouldn't call it Digimon vibes. And then I was getting like my hero vibes, but now I'm like, oh, like I'm excited. Yeah. I'm adding that to my list. <laughs> I feel like in a in a you know seasons full of fantasy isekai and shonen battle action stuff. I feel like this is a nice change of pace. I'm kind of like how how was it with all of the different characters when they because when Chris said like thirty something kids or yeah thirty six like that seems like an overwhelming cast to keep track of. So I don't know. I mean the show really only focuses on like about five in particular. Okay. The three council. <laughs> Council people of the student council, plus the main girl and the main boy that I was talking about earlier. It might and, be pure speculation too on my part, but they might take the main core cast and have them kind of visit with the rest oh, of yeah. the thirty-six. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Especially if you're t- telling us that the first episode has a good middle and beginning and end. Yeah, it does. This is like sort of a weird thing compared yeah. to, but it reminds me of I used to read the manga Negima back in the day, yeah. where it's about like a. <laughs> A wizard boy who taught a, an all girls class, and mm-hmm. like you'd see at the beginning of each volume, like the whole class roster, and as they went through the stories, he'd do like stories with each and every one of them. So, yeah, I'm sure com- they'll each get their own spot in the. I would compare it more to like uh, maybe like Drifting Classroom if you ever if you ever read that old old manga, oh, but at less Lord of the Flies. <laughs> 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 Is there a my hero character named Daunt or Dauntless or Daunting? There's Deku. Yeah. <laughs> no, not Dauntless. Like, well, speaking of My Hero Academia. <laughs> that was a ham-handed transition if I've ever heard one. <laughs> There's probably some character with that as an ability. Hand Make hands. hands. Mm-hmm. Out of his hands. Oh, probably. I mean, they did have a meatball <laughs> character. Like, he would, like, massage his, like, uh, hands behind his, like, uh, bag and it would like summon like like fingers literally and he could like kind of like mold the characters into like meatball like weird like uh, Cromenbergs you know or oh god yeah. it, it was really weird it was during the provisional license arc they have over a hundred episodes I remember nothing his power is that he can make the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> In a way, but not really. <laughs> he has to actually. My my quirk is called sous chef, but with people. <laughs> no, we've got cannibalistic. <laughs> I mean, they also had like a telescope quirk during the same arc, and she could literally just fold her body into herself. Like it, it's it's really weird. Anyways, anyways, the current upcoming. Sous chef, but it's spelled S U E. Like the name. Nice, I love it. Yeah, my hero. <laughs> Anyways, my hero season five season continues. Five. Yes, it does, and we get to learn about new powers and new arcs. I'm pretty sure yes. uh, what they're doing is they might be. I don't know how far you are in the manga, or if I have not read it. the manga. If you go past the Christmas episode, I will hurt you. Okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> stuff happens in the manga. <laughs> And I believe that they kind of skip a little arc in there to continue on with uh, where the Christmas episode left off. I've I've heard that they're either skipping it or they're just rearranging what's happening. They're definitely rearranging it um, Mm -hmm. just so that it makes a lot more sense. um, Also, they saw what uh, Demon Slayer did and they're like, maybe we should just take an actual arc of the book and make it into the next movie. Well, that's kind of what they're doing is um, where they're at, like, at least where they leave off at the Christmas episode, Deku, Bakugo, and Todoroki Mm -hmm. decide to work under Endeavor for their work study and all that. Mm -hmm. 
So they are uh, kind of continuing that storyline. And in the manga, they com- they just completely put like a whole another arc mm-hmm. in between that. So and there is a new My Hero movie announced, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, yeah, that's probably then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where they're like trying to lead up to it mm-hmm. and all that. But wow, it, it, it's it, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm I've been reading manga because I've been needing more mm-hmm. substance from it. So yeah. If you haven't already started watching season five of My Hero or My Hero at all, yeah, where have you been? <laughs> and you need to start immediately. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> I know enough about this show to know it's not for me. Oh. I, I have talked about it a lot, and I will still persuade you. It's like a fruits basket. Like, my oh, hero. No. Like, we will switch. We will swap series. If if you oh, watch okay. uh, My Heroes, I'll watch Fruits Basket. Oh, oh don't do this to me. <laughs> that's, that's not a fair trade. Fruits Basket has three seasons. My Hero's going to go on forever. <laughs> I thought you, mean, you, can, you can count the old episodes, too. Yeah. Even it out a little bit. It's technically different. Yeah, that's true. Plus, if you're hooked, you you won't care. Yeah. Maybe. This is true. A hard this... maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're making a deal with the devil, Lynn, here. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the devil, Lynn. This is evil devil, and we just said yep. that because he doesn't... Yep. Good devil one's off reading Tiny the Evil. evil. <laughs> no Mr. Rogers here. <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Rogers, you need to stop. Uh, well, you need to stop it off. Boom! Yay! Good transition. <laughs> uh, don't encourage it. Another anime we were excited for is Life Lessons with Uramichi Onisan. Yep. Yeah, this one looks like it's going to be ridiculous. It's a uh, about it's sort of the twisted stories of a uh, a guy who hosts a children's show and isn't really as sunny and shiny as the uh, show he hosts is. And so it gets a little bit dark from what we've seen so far. I busted a gut laughing watching this trailer. (laughs) And honestly, I'm pretty sold on it. (laughs) I haven't seen much of the trailers. Well, I've seen a bit of the trailers, but I think I end up watching them too soon before they get, like, subtitled, so I end up seeing, like, I don't understand any of the words on here, but the pictures look nice. (laughs) But overall, with the premise, I'm a big fan of the musical Avenue Q, which is, like, grown-up Sesame Street, basically, and it's very raunchy and very inappropriate, and it gives me similar vibes, where it's like, (laughs) hey, kids, life sucks! It sucks to be. It sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it sort of reminds me of stuff they do with that sort of subversive things like that, like Wonder Shows in or like Death the Smoochie. Just like, oh, we present it as a kid's show, but things are going to get a little bit more messed up. Honestly, I love the dark sense of humor in it. <laughs> like, I- I'm very excited for it. Even though it wasn't on my list, like, it made a spot on my list. I just... This has yeah. been on my list for a while. I think yeah. it got delayed a season, so I was really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I remember when uh, the anime was getting announced, and I wasn't sold on it. It just seems like, oh, uh, it looks like a slice of like meh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you had to read that description, man. Yeah, yeah. I, reading. <laughs> reading is something <laughs> I need to do. <laughs> he has a limit of 200 word count, or uh, words a day. Yeah. <laughs> We're pushing it with our script. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to start talking about something else before Will comes up with a bad transition. Speaking of reading. No. No. <laughs> Speaking of reading, we're talking about giant robots. You happy? Oh, yeah. You happy, Will? Speaking <laughs> of stuff, I'm, I'm uh, also super excited so, uh, with Chris. Yep, we've got uh, Gundam Hathaway dropping next week on Netflix. It, it didn't really get much of a Netflix jail. It's... Uh, the latest Gundam movie uh, recently came out in Japan. It is the first Gundam movie in, I think, 33 years, they said, to hit a billion yen in ticket sales. Wow. Yeah. So it is doing incredibly well over there. Um, it is a series that takes place in the Universal Century, later in the continuity, so after, I believe, Gundam Unicorn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it spins more directly out of Char's counterattack because it involves Hathaway Noah, the natural son of Bright Noah, the captain from of the white base from the original Gundam, who had a little bit of his own storyline in uh, Char's counterattack. And it revolves around him having to 
pilot a mobile suit to face the threat of the newest would-be next iteration of Char. And so there's a lot of drama. I, I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be a little bit less metaphysical and weird with the science as, uh, as Unicorn was. I think it's going to be a little more just serious, hard-hitting, like, war drama. So I'm really excited for that. It looks gorgeous. The mecha mm-hmm. look awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're getting it dropped in our lab in four days or so. <laughs> oh, man. I'm super excited for it. I'm also a big UC fan. Mm-hmm. And to see something like, hey, remember Char's counterattack? That Frights kid? Well, he's the main character now. I just love seeing continuity like that. Yeah. And if they are going like right after Unicorn, like there's like a whole bunch of drama between between the between like this people in space and people from Earth. Mm. That's like it has to be like basically drilled drilled because there's a lot to unpack with oh, the yeah. reveals of Unicorn. Lots of tension going on, and and it's got a lot of that the visual detail that we saw in Gundam NT that came out a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this one's going to be really pretty and a lot of. Well, I don't know if I would say fun for the story, <laughs> but fun for us Gundam fans. At the yeah. Very least. I don't know how to transition to this, but um, <laughs> one series that I am also excited for is the Detective is already dead. Yeah, that was also one of the <laughs> trailers that are like, I don't know what the subtitles are, but it sure does look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer really caught my eye with all the glitch effects and all that, and I was reading a little bit more. First off, like applauding the people who made the trailer because they did a fantastic job, and I am so jealous. Um, the characters seem really interesting. Like the white-haired girl... Like, I think her name is Siesta. Like, mm-hmm. she is the one who wields, like, the huge, like, yeah, rifle, the rifle, right? Like, she's like Shika from Coffin Princess, where she's got, <laughs> like, this giant, giant gun. <laughs> yeah. She seems pretty, like, strong and, you know, just, like, independent. Yeah. Um, armed but, and dangerous. Yes, armed and dangerous. I mean, she knows how to wield it inside an airplane, so... Yeah, that, that's the other <laughs> thing. Yeah. in an it's airplane. A, yeah, like, I guess the first episode was set in an airplane. Because, like... Because, like, the guy wakes up, and then there's the girl with the white hair right next to him. Yeah. And then there's, like, this black, glitchy blob... Blob in the trailer, right? Yeah. And then, and then like, the white girl just kind of, like, does a cartwheel... Cartwheel and pulls out her rifle. Yep, and just fires it. Yeah, I'm very confused. (laughs) So based on the manga description, it sounds like that they were in a plane hijacking, and one of them has gotten talked into becoming the assistant of this great detective, and they were separated by death. So one of them is is uh, apparently uh, already dead. Checking out their (laughs) their own death. Like, they're trying to find out who killed them, apparently. Oh, yeah. oh I, w- I was very confused, because yeah, I thought it was, like, doppel- doppelganger uh, effect, where, like, she was, like, or maybe reincarnated. Yeah, it's it, anime. It kind of reminds me of Inspector to some uh, degree, just because of the supernatural element of it, with the mystery involved. <clears throat> Either way, I don't know what's going on, but I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other oddballs over mean, there anybody wanted to hit on? Quinn, you're raising your hand. I am. It doesn't really I work am. in an audio format. I know. <laughs> but it gets everybody else's attention. So I have to pump for the uh, time that I got reincarnated as a slime, season two, part two, because they left on a cliffhanger, and I want to know how the heck Valdora comes back and integrates into the village, because he's this big old dragon that's been missing since the first few seasons, and he's back! Yeah, what? He's back! <laughs> okay, I've already seen season one, so... What? <laughs> okay. Oh, spoilers. Well, the way they have it set up, I don't feel like that is a spoiler. Okay. It should have been expected. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, things have happened, and uh, Rinru has uh, evolved quite a bit. So that uh, like relationship that they had with him as this cutie little slime and Valdora the Great Dragon, I'm like, how is this going to happen now? So there is a lot of stuff to unpack, and I want to see what happens. <laughs> I, I the, the middle of the season when they just quit, I'm like, no, no, where's the next episode? Why am I sitting here? No. So yeah, that time I got reincarnated as a slime, part two. 
Yeah, I need to watch part one. Yeah. Of season two. You know what? I think I forgot about it, and then I started no. watching Banana Fish. So <laughs> thanks, Olivia. You're welcome. <laughs> Quit distracting Devil. No. He <laughs> <laughs> needs to suffer with me. I have a very small attention span, and yes, I, I get distracted very easily. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's not a simulcast season if I don't talk about sports anime, and we got another niche one coming in. <laughs> it's called Remain, and at first I wasn't super oh, interested yeah. in it because it it was a water polo anime, and I can't swim. <laughs> so, you can't swim? No, I can't. I can only drown. Oh, <laughs> awesome. If you say that like you've experienced it once, I'm concerned It's, it's her adamantium skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> She's a wolverine, by the way. Oh. Blew my cover, man. But, uh, once I saw uh, another trailer for it and a little more in-depth description of what it's going to be, I'm a slightly more interested in it because our main character... Uh, I, th- I think, you know, he was you know, playing water polo in middle school, stock school sports anime kind of thing. But something happens mid-game, and he ends up getting in a, uh, like, a super bad concussion. And he's in a coma for about six months. Wakes up, doesn't remember anything. And he's trying to, like, re- like find who out who he is again. And, like, I feel like it's kind of... I'm hoping for more of, like, a personal, interpersonal drama kind of thing, figuring out who you are with, like, sports woven in. But we'll find out. <laughs> I wonder if he'll like re- like regain his memory from like the muscle memory of Probably. playing the sport. That's like, what I'm thinking too. But I'm interested to see where this goes because this is a route I've never seen in a sports anime before. Now I'm just really worried because being a fan of like football and pro wrestling and things like that, I'm familiar with like the effects of CTE and like if he gets back in the pool and it happens again, you could just be toast. Well, I guess maybe that'll come up. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a 12 episode series, so hopefully it's not too, uh, he doesn't uh, get knocked out too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that's like super short, super sweet, uh, is a Netflix movie. I think it's, it has a, like a different name. It's like called Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Which is a, a strange name, uh, considering yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with the story, but we'll find out. Uh, it looks like a really cutesy boy meets girl love story kind of thing, but they each have different kind of social anxieties in a way that kind of like they try to push themselves into the background. The guy always wears headphones so he doesn't have to interact with people. He's really self-conscious about his voice and what he says. The girl always wears a face mask because she has really big bulky braces and doesn't want anybody to notice her. So it's kind of like a cutesy little rom-com about like two people who want to be as far away from everyone else as possible finding each other and it looks cute. It also looks fantastic visually. Like it, (laughs) the trailer for it makes, the colors are so bright and vivid and super cute. Like it is a perfect summer movie, at least aesthetically. So I'm excited to see uh, how that turns out. And I think the day it comes out on Netflix is the day it debuts in theaters in Japan. So that's kind of cool. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So no waiting. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that we live in this situation now where we can get this almost instant gratification. Because it used to be if like a movie came out in Japan, you'd have to wait like six months for it to get dubbed and then put out on Blu-ray or DVD. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, oh, we got the subtitle track ready. Let's just throw it on the internet. Yep. <laughs> no, we don't, we're not going to charge them for it. We'll just, they already pay for our stuff anyway. What a beautiful timeline we live <laughs> in. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to wait two years to wait on anything in DVD. <laughs> Back in my day, we used to collect series and two-episode VHS cassettes. Oh, and they came out every three months. And we paid twenty six seventy eight for everything. Yeah. <laughs> just two episodes. But at least I got a bunch of free Gundam Wing figures out of it. <laughs> I was worried if you were going to keep talking like that, you were going to like retract into becoming an old woman, and like your dentures would fall out somehow. Why do we put dentures in this? Well, well, like, you're, like, you progressively age more and more as you talk in this voice of like, the back of your day kind of thing. No, listen here, girly. <laughs> oh, Quinn passed away. Oh, oh, no. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Killing me off. Jeez. Jeez. Hopefully you get reincarnated as a slime. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to come back and just on the desk. <laughs> uh, wait, let me ask, access my skill set here. <laughs> well, you had a few other things on your list. Any of them oh, yeah. spark your interest? I mean, obviously, as a Godzilla fan, Netflix is putting Godzilla Singular Point out really, really soon. 
so I'm super excited for that, seeing Studio Orange animate the fights, and then having a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Will's dead too. <laughs> the, other, the other 2D... By the end of this, it's just going to be me and Devlin sitting in a closet. <laughs> yeah. The other... Will good episodes of Dragon Ball Z or something. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see Godzilla's singular point. It'll have some good fights from the 3D animation and some good character animation for the 2D parts. It's bones. Thanks, Internet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited to see how that goes. Oh, and Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. Jet Jaguar. Oh, God. He shows up as a, like, <laughs> as, like, as a science fair project. So that would be fun. Uh, now you got me thinking of one of my favorite Mystery Science Year 3000 episodes, Godzilla vs. <laughs> Megalon, when Jet Jaguar debuts. Heck yeah. That's when he does the dive kick, right? Yep. Yep. Just riding that tail. <laughs> I am so lost. There were words like <laughs> there, and I did not hear any. You just gotta watch Godzilla. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google the drift now. For <laughs> but yeah, he just, he just does this drop kick, but it's like super far away, so he takes a long time to get there. And like, it looks like he's the tail is on the ground, so it looks like he's being supported by his tail as he slides. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching it now. It's beautiful. It is the best. That's so stupid. Yep. It oh, is literally yes, just the suit that. being suspended by wires and dragged across the soundstage. It is the best. Yep. That is why this movie is beautiful. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm excited to see this more sci-fi take on Godzilla. Mm. And seeing all the new monsters, they debuted a couple in the trailer, so I'm excited to see how they Sweet. how they do battle against the King of the Monsters. Well, there's no good segue I can come up with. Thank God. So let's just go <laughs> towards the ending here, and Quinn with our sales updates. Yes, so as many of you may have realized, we have a pre-birthday sale currently running, and that means that the actual birthday sale is coming up. It is starting on Sunday. So the birthday sale is here. It's week one of five. Five? Yeah. One, two, three, and four, and five. I almost forgot five. <laughs> I, thought you were one. Gonna, I thought you were going to be like, week one, and two, and three, and five. That's what I thought, too. In his defense, he wasn't looking at his hands. <laughs> I forgot to count. Yes, and so if any of you are unfamiliar with the birthday sale, how this works is that each week we will have new items added to the sale. So you will find week one items that are brand new, and then week two we will add on top of those week one items. So you'll have more items to choose from. So if you miss out on that first week, they're still there, but at a slightly increased price because you know you got to jump on those deals. Uh, some extra things that you need to know about this year's birthday sale because it is slightly different mostly due to the fact that the supply chain is a wreck and printing presses are running 24 7 really really fast and they just can't keep up with supply and demand so this year we are not going to have bundles it is major sadness and we apologize for the fact we're making you click more buttons than normal uh, you can still get your favorite manga uh, any other things that might have been bundled together but you're going to have to do the legwork and get each individual item and there are also going to be some series out there that are missing a couple volumes because we just cannot get them in and we don't want to make you wait for months on end to get the reprints in uh, a lot of that applies to the manga um, we have some supply chain issues so we have tried to make sure that things are available and here so we can get them to you so keep that in mind if you see something that is out of stock but you want everything in your order here now Order things that are in stock separately from things that are out of stock, because it may take us a while to fulfill it. We will get them fulfilled. Don't worry about that, but it may take some time. But also, if it's out of stock, we will get it back. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's not just something we don't know it's going to come back. We, we're going to get it. So, like, your best way to guarantee these savings is to get your order in for these items mm -hmm. to lock in that price, because it only lasts as long as the sale goes. So. Yep. Get your orders in. Yep. Your, your wallet will thank you. No, it won't. It will cry. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, it, it cries less than if it would have done it the hard way. Mine cries more. It's like, why are you buying so many things? Well, well you have a problem. I do not have a problem. I don't know where you're 
we talking about? I mean, I've been looking. I've been looking at some of the mega deals that we have planned. Oh yes, the mega deals. Yeah. Oh man, those Special are big deals each day. Mm-hmm. Each day. Th- those are just around for that one singular day. So keep an eye out on those every single day mm-hmm. of the sale. Oh, also keep in mind contests. You will have to sign oh, up yeah. each yes. every week. You have to come back each week just because we want to make sure that you are liking what you are participating in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want you to come visit the website. So if you sign up, you can win yourself some sweet manga, anime, collectibles of all yeah. different sorts. And these are massive prize packages too. It's not just a couple DVDs, a couple manga. It's mm-hmm. it's a big bundled mess of awesomeness that you want. So uh, make sure to check out what each week's contest is and sign up. I make these. Don't let my hard work go to vain. Go in vain. <laughs> go to vain. No. Go into her veins. <laughs> oh, no. I don't want to inject. Inject. In a very special episode of Cells at Work. <laughs> Just getting a literal. Spell. It's pure paper. <laughs> Cells at Work code black. Yeah. It's from the ink. Yes. But on thumb. There we go. I'm the one who won the Masker Dub. Marcos. Nice. Marcos won. But what did he win? He won a $25 gift card. Nice. To write stuff anime. He figured out what we massacred. Woohoo! And what was it? Something from JoJo. It was JoJo. the uh, Jotaro Dio fight uh, from Stardust Crusaders. They're like, go. oh, you're approaching me. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. That's your answer. Beautiful. Kudos to Marco. I was kind of bummed you weren't at this, uh, the last podcast because we did jo- JoJo. Thing. I know, I really wanted to be in on that. Yeah, it's like not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, but we were talking about like unpopular opinions and I wanted to talk about Stardust Crusaders with you. <laughs> but no one else had seen it. Aww. It's okay though. Well, before we head out, <laughs> why don't we give them how they can contact us um, and maybe give them a fair warning that we probably won't be having any more episodes because of birthdays. So. Not, not well, permanently, just for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, while we are all in the warehouse making sure orders are getting out because we get kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we get sent out to help with the warehouse, which we are more than happy to yeah, do. This but is when oh we start goodness. jumping in and we start receiving product and picking your orders and packing them to get them your way. So things get a little bit tricky with our schedules here during the birthday sale. So it might be a little while for you here again, but it won't be that long. So please yeah. keep us in your podcast feeds because we'll be back soon. We'll miss you. I love you. <laughs> Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Bye. Talk to you next time. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at brightstuff.com and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast at brightstuff.com.